Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to this special edition one-shot Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and for these episodes, I have been playing Larry Larson. My name is Elizabeth, and for this, I am Maria Dos Santos. I'm Jackie, and I am Maria Los Santos Jr., and I'm Jordan, and I'm playing Fred Neruda Aston. And I'm Jeremy playing David Larson. All right, so we have rolled off of the tilt table, and we went ahead and we did that off the air because, you know, lots of dice rattling around and everything like that. So for our tilt, we have chosen Paranoia as our first option with the flavor Somebody's Watching, Waiting for Their Moment. And then also we chose Innocence. That one was somebody is not so innocent after all. Those are going to be influencing our play over the uh, the next few uh, episodes. Never done this. So it's my turn now. At this point, the the gameplay shifts in that instead of giving away the dice, any dice that are put in front of me, I get to keep. So yeah, that goes for everybody. So like for example, if my next play goes horribly bad. Then I get a black die, and that stays in my hand for the rest of the play. Um, so let us go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys frame my scene, and I'm going to go ahead and take a black die. Something bad is going to happen for Naruto. Get any worse, Naruto? Yeah. It can get a lot worse. Previously, my character had spent 72 hours that week cleaning the entire restaurant. He found a bag of meth hidden in the flour and had to completely BS his way out when the inspector said that trace elements had been found in the flour. So he had just been sent home to sleep and has been told to report for a nighttime shift. But you didn't take the meth with you. Well, we don't know what's happened to the meth. Either stashes of meth. Yes. We can only assume that Ink got the stash back somehow. Although it has not yet been established. It has been established. Um, what if we fast forward a couple days and Maria's investigations has found out that the drugs that got Larry fired, somebody has claimed to have got them from the drive through at Plucky's. So Maria abducts Fred for a little shakedown. Dressed as... Or not not dressed as Maria, but actually as her alter ego. Yeah. Okay. So, what, do you have a specific like special car that you drive, like when you're going on on these deals? So, as the hit woman, Maria drives a huge souped-up lifted F two fifty or something. It's huge, like it's black, it's matte paint, like it's it rumbles, like it totally is not the thing. Cause she's short. She's only five foot three. 
So he just steps to get in and out. Exactly. It's like you know one of the no no it has a hydraulic lift. Oh, okay, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it like you know goes down so she can get in, but no one would suspect that it's you know. So that's basically her alter ego. Tinted so that's windows. the. Oh, definitely, like 150% tint. Now, do you have, like, a, a cap on the back, or, like, do you throw tarps over it? How are, how are you going to, like, transport someone that you're kidnapping? There's, like, a hard cover, but it's not, like, a full oh, Not thing. a full cap. So they feel pretty, like... Claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah, basically, like, a coffin. Uh-huh. It's like Chinese water torture in the back of a 250. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, right? And it's, like, totally soundproof. Yeah, completely <laughs> soundproof. Yeah, so no one, no one knows. So that's it's got what a she's box driving. In it that's on its own shock absorber. So they uh-huh. like rustle around. Just the box in the middle moves. And the uh-huh. truck just stays completely still. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yep. So that's what she's. That's what she's driving around for her little hit woman hustles here. Okay. No. Better watch it, Larry. So. You've taken me for a bit of a shakedown. Now, do you take me in the middle of the night? Do you take me during the day? I would think that this was a nighttime type of deal. But maybe she, maybe she takes Fred like in the middle of the day. Oh no, and it's it's in the winter time ish, right? It's more late, mid fall. Like so, it's not super October, super hot. November. Yeah, but it's like it could be broad daylight. Maybe she's that good, and she kind of takes him out to the edge of town in the middle of the desert. Kind of be like, hey, this could be your future if you don't watch it. So pick a spot, any spot, and <laughs> we could just dig a hole right here. Sort of the deal. Okay. So I'm in the back of your truck, and it's just so tight and claustrophobic. And let's be honest, uh, Naruda is not in the best of shape. He's always been a bit of a, a bookworm. Uh, and he started working at the Cluckies because he was spending so much time there. You know, so everybody already knew his name and knew who he was and everything like that. Okay. So if you're going to eat all the chicken, you might as well learn how to cook it. So he, so he's uncomfortable. He's claustrophobic. Very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really hurting his back because he doesn't sleep on, laying down flat on his back. He has to sleep on his side. So this is like really messing up. His so already back. mentally he is like she's already breaking him down even without even getting exactly. Him okay. Yeah. So he's lying in the dark, and he's jostling around a little bit, because even though there is an extra set of, of shock absorbers and everything, this is still not the most comfortable place for someone well, to Well, and be. she's, like, gunning it, so she's yeah. going super fast, taking going over turns, the, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, going over those little hills, yeah. you know, I don't know, hitting some cactus or something. <laughs> <laughs> in the desert. Um, and so she knows, yeah, an armadillo, there you go. Yeah. Um, the weeds. Yeah. So she knows, like she knows Fred because she's his boss too. So she knows Fred and she knows that this ride out to wherever they're going, probably not a long ride, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. She knows that that's going to mess with his brain. So it's there's not going to be a whole lot of work that she has to do to scare him into shutting his mouth sort of a deal. Okay. So how is she going to um, disguise herself? Yeah. Cause a five foot three. <laughs> she wears like super crazy like stilettos or something. Okay. Like, so she's tall and wears a he's wig. Blindfolded. She's blindfolded. And she Do your best Batman impression. I was gonna say like. <laughs> I'm Batman. You're you're a girl. Where are the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? 
Fred, I know you took him. So scene opens when you pull the, the top off of the, the coffin-sized crate that you have under the cat. And he's just like... Whimpering. Whimpering. The blindfold is completely wet from tears. And she's like... <laughs> Fred, shut your mouth. Stop it. It's not that bad. You know who I am? You're not even dead yet. What? I haven't even begun this torture. I don't even know what's Where going. are the drugs, Fred? Where is the meth? I, I, I don't know. She, like, she doesn't even kick him. She, like, kicks the, <laughs> like, the side of the truck or something with her giant, like, stiletto heels. <laughs> I'm going to be late for work. Work is not your concern, Fred. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Please, my mother. She's, Fred, stop she's it. Dying. Shut up. So she, like, stuffed something in his I mouth so he can't talk. Fred, I will take this out when you tell me. Where are the drugs? Okay, and she takes it out of his mouth. He left. I don't know what... Who? Who is he, Fred? Neruda. Should I call you Neruda? Oh, God. Oh, God. Who is he? Tell me who he is. Oh. She kicks the truck a couple more times. Please, David... Larson. David Larson? David Larson. You mean Ink? You know him? Do I know him? I know him. I swear I'm never going to help him again. That's right, you won't help him. Because if you do, you'll be looking at some sand when you open your eyes because you'll be in a hole in the ground. <laughs> and dead. <laughs> so you can't see But my... Not to get semantical here, but if I was dead, I couldn't see anything anyway. Fred, shut up! <laughs> she takes out like a little nine millimeter, just into the sky to scare him a little bit. <laughs> shut up, Fred! Um, Maria can see that Fred is obviously distressed, and that probably distressed enough not to say anything because he's really scared. So, okay. So then she puts him back in the coffin crate, and um, she has enough information right now to kind of make a lead coming down. <laughs> okay. He starts so, banging on the like. Stop it! Don't move a muscle. But my heart is a muscle. Maria is just sick of his shit. <laughs> so then they're done with this little. Thing and um, That's she a has guy. enough information. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Which makes the scene that I wanted to do a little bit more complicated. But I'm gonna do it anyway. I was gonna have that scene where Maria has to go through the drive-through of mm. McWeenies. <laughs> that actually makes perfect sense at this point. Yeah, it does. Black truck drives up to the. Well, no, not. I wouldn't mm. say in the black truck. I would say she's going as Maria. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. She drives like a uh -huh. little. She drives a Prius. A Prius, yes, a Prius. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's gonna be the scene, and you guys get to pick the outcome. Okay. So he's just handing the food to. To the person in front and say, like, all right, there you go, and enjoy. See you probably in about five hours. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that 12-inch hot dog. <laughs> and the next car pulls up, and he's like, hey, boss lady, how's it going? Well, hi, David. 
How's it going here at your new gig? Uh, it's, How long have you been here now? It's It's been about a week. Okay. And um, it looks back at the wall of points and it says, like, November just hit. October's employee of the month. Ching, ching. Wow, that, that's quite um, quite impressive. What do you attribute to your success? I, I'm just, I'm just a, I'm a people person. Yeah? And people like just coming through. Okay. I get that I'm in the drive-thru. I've ordered some stuff here, but um, what do you think I should order next time? What do you think is like the, the best thing you have at this establishment? Uh, well, um, judging by our sales report and knowing kind of what's going on with Clucky's, I'd say anything will be a step up from what Clucky's offers. Oh, is that right? So, um... Yeah, I mean, especially because, I mean, you got like half of this many people coming through you know since the health department shut you down so let's focus on let's focus on what's important here what do you think i should order next time i come around uh, anything that's extra special we've got our extra spicy chili dog that's probably just for you extra spicy chili dog okay <laughs> that sounds pretty fantastic um so what, what sort of ingredients are in your extra spicy chili dog? I can't give you ingredients. I'm gonna cook it. Well, still, I mean, you know, you got a hot dog, you got a bun, you got some chili, you got... There you go. Onions. Yep. Extra special sauce. What are you getting at here? You know, just, just trying to see how it's going here, and for all you know, Clucky's is doing wonderfully. We got 100% in our health inspection. You can check out the paper, and she has like a copy of the paper, and she's like, look, 100% for the 15th month in a row or something. Okay. How yeah. does that translate into dollars? Well, that is for you not to know, because you are a mere employee, so I'm the one who of the month. sees the money. Okay. All right. Well, David Larson, nice seeing you again. I wish you the best of luck, and please don't come to fuck you. Bye. Yes, that's... That's as good as it can get for you right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Larry. Oh, uh, you got a white dye, by the yes. way. Yes. 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 So you get to keep that. Which probably is going to be not good for me. Because <laughs> that seems like I'm only collecting white dye now. I think Larry's still down the dumps. It's been a few days since, or since the inspection, or... Yeah, it's been like three or four days since the inspection, and... So it's been a couple of days since I hired this person who I thought was going to take care of all my problems. Yes. Larry's actually getting a little anxious. So Larry's going to sneak into his old office building. Okay. And attempt to do some, some investigating on his own. Now, is this going to be like a late night break-in, or are you just... Yes. And he knows that he's got a family member who he caught breaking into his his apartment building. So he, he kind of gets the idea that David knows some people or knows a way to get into a place. So he's going to go ask David to assist him in getting into this office building. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So Larry has David meet him outside of the office building. Hey, David, thank you. Thank you for meeting me here tonight. Yeah. I mean, I just got off work, but what do you need? I was told you might be able to help me. I told you about my situation and I'm trying to find a way to clear my name. I heard through the grapevine that you might be able to help me, or you, someone you know, might be able to help me get into this place. Like, like get your job back? No, um, I just, I, 
I need to look in a couple of the lockers in here. You want to break in? No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't call it a break in. I just, I just need to see. I need to look around. You know, just uh, look. No breaking. No entering. Okay, maybe some entering. But no breaking. Just entering. Okay. And what do you want me to do about that? I, I heard that, you know, the other night you were up on my balcony. I figured you were trying to break into someone's place and you got the wrong place. And so I asked around and, and I heard you were kind of a character. People told me that if I ever needed some stuff done... You'd be the guy to ask. Who told you that? I went down to uh to Clucky's and I was asking about you. And that old friend of yours, um, Fred, said he, he said he, he said you'd be the one to ask. Well, I mean, Fred and I used to be friends. I mean, but as soon as I s switched jobs, he got all butthurt about it. And yeah, he he didn't speak too highly of you. And to be honest, he kind of called you a sleazeball. But he did say that you'd be the person who would have my back. Okay. Um, I guess, let me see. I mean, Joe, I don't know Joe works here. Maybe borrow his keys. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. Wasn't Joe your mom's old boyfriend? <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, Joe and Tom and Mark and yeah. Frank and... Yes, yes. No. So, so yeah. See if you can borrow his key real quick, and we can, we can. I just, like I said, I just, I need to check a couple things. Okay. Give me fifteen minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. So fifteen minutes. Minutes later, come strolling around the corner, eating a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you keep getting these burritos? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're like microwave burritos, but they're just thawed out and eating them cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He reaches into a pocket and pulls out like five key cards. And he's like, this one, that'll get you in. Thanks. Puts the rest of the key cards back in his pocket. Quite a stash there, but you might help me take a look around here? Um, I mean, why would I need to go in there? Well, I mean, if not, you got, you got me the part that I needed. That was just, um, you know, an extra pair of eyes always helps. All right. Okay. So how's G-Bren doing? Isn't it? G-Bren is fun. Why, why are you all okay with calling her G-Bren all of a sudden? Figured you're helping me break into the Enter Wait. this place. Yeah. You know, I'm getting some street cred around here. <laughs> Figure okay. I'm working on my street cred. You know, gotta start using the street names. I don't think that's your strong suit. You're, you're the office worker type. I mean, you don't have street names. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, you guys are into the building now? Are you, like, yeah. going through that? Yeah. Yeah, we're... All of a sudden, you hear the door that you had propped open just <laughs> slam shut. Did you do that? Uh, nope. So, go back and check the door and try to shake it. Is it open? Nope. It's locked. Well, let's take a look around anyway. It's not like we'd, we'll have to find another way out. I think there's a, there's a back exit. Yeah, there's a black door. Okay. And um, I don't know that for any particular reason. <laughs> so we go to the locker room. I open up the locker where the drugs were found while I was still working there. And I start rummaging through it. And a uh, McQueenie's bag falls out. Huh. Man, they, they 
store hot dogs here overnight, and I grab the bag and I open it up, and I stick my hand into it. I pull out an, an old hot dog. <laughs> it's been in the bag for quite some time, it looks like. So uh, it's perfectly preserved, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's one of the chili dogs. Oh. Yeah, your hand is like dripping with like old chili. Oh, gross. It's, it's disgusting. Can you imagine people put this crap in their locker? I bet the guy who stored it, who had the drug in his locker, didn't even know they were there. There was, wait, drugs in the locker? Yeah, that, that was someone, that's the whole reason I got fired. Someone found drugs in one of these lockers, and they said that because of my family, my family had a reputation. David, mm-hmm. hey, I really don't know how to ask this. What kind of reputation does our family have? Well, my mom has seven kids. Well, why would... She's barely 40. Why would they tie drugs to, to our family? Why us? We're good people. Yeah, we're... Not the cleanest or the most, you know, wholesome family, but we're still, we're still good people. I mean, look at where we live. You either try and make a name for yourself here or you go somewhere else. So making a name for yourself here is the best we can do. Yeah, I guess you're right. I throw the McWeenies bag away, wash my hands. Um, Well, I'm not seeing anything in this locker. Uh, do you know this guy? Um, have you have you have you heard anything about Matthew? Matthew Lowe? I didn't make sure that wasn't somebody that I actually know. These <laughs> <laughs> names are fictional. I mean, I work at a drive-through. I've probably seen most of the people in this town. So okay. you're throwing out a name at me. It's like, huh? I don't know. Probably, I probably talked to him for maybe five or ten minutes at some point. Okay. Well. I guess there's nothing we're going to find here. So, start cleaning up and making our way to the back exit. David's going to go ahead to the back exit, but as you turn from the locker, you notice that there's a pill of some sort that has fallen out of the McWeenie's bag. Huh. Bend down and I pick it up. David, did you drop this? Uh, what is that? It's a pill. It's, uh, yellow. Uh, <laughs> a pill, I don't know. You ever seen one like this before? No. Okay. Maybe it came out of the McWeenie's bag. It came out of that locker. You know, I'm going to have to get this looked at. What's in my pocket? All right. Let's go. Move on towards the back door now. I almost want to end the scene with, you know, plate glass for the front of it. Lights from a giant F-150 just shining right through the... (laughs) (laughs) And end scene. End scene. No, meth does not come in pills. That's um, so what okay. pill is that? I don't know. That's I don't know. Because if it were like... Crystals. Bag, yeah, yeah like crystals, like but they're baggies that are wound tight. Okay. I know from movies. Um, uh, 100% from movies. <laughs> so what if it was the crystal or whatever just put in like a capsule? Yeah, I, was yeah. Story. I don't know. I, I, that might... Okay. Sure okay, so I, I can tell that this is meth. Or maybe... Can Larry tell that it's meth? Probably not. Not, maybe not until he opens, opens the capsule. Yeah, and puts it in his pocket. All right, and you got a white die for that scene. Yay! You got another piece to your puzzle. Yay! Not, not enough pieces, but... All right, and now it is time for Maria's turn. So the truck at the end, you were just... That was just... That was a postulation of how the okay. scene could go. Well, let's say that that did happen. Like, as they slip out the back door, 
the door like is closing shut and all of a sudden boom lights come on from <laughs> like if you were seeing it in a movie like the door's shut behind us and the, the lights in our faces like uh <laughs> well no no like we were going out of the back oh and, and the then lights the lights come on, come on in the front oh okay so oh, oh. so you just got away in time okay. either that or she was watching it the entire time or you <laughs> or, or because you. someone is watching to make their move so because apparently other people at uh, Clucky's have known that David's been pushing. Maria has been interviewing other people. Okay. Because um, she's still, I mean, even though she kind of got off scot-free with the health inspection, she still had to pay a hefty price for that. And she doesn't feel good about that because she doesn't like stuff being on her head like that. So she wants to get down to the bottom of it. Um, since she's not Maria, but the other lady has kind of rifled Fred up a little bit. She knows that Fred is, like, scared, and he'll probably, maybe he'll say something, or it's like he's been replaying this scene over in his mind about being in this coffee crate. Either someone else at the store that's at the Clucky's that's been working with them that she can talk to, or since apparently her daughter goes there all the time with her, she can talk to her daughter and see if her daughter is going to talk, because eight-year-olds can't keep their mouths shut, as we know. I think that's a good idea. I think that's an excellent idea. All right, idea. so we have Fred, and we have um, Junior, a.k.a. the gifted and talented apple of my eye. But don't forget, I'm the little one, and you're the fool. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Fred, um, maybe he's on a break. On his lunch, he's maybe had a few days to kind of get back into a normal routine of work. The health inspections have been published in the paper. It's 100%. So people are kind of taking a breath. And you're back at work with me because it's October, November. Maybe it's like a fall break sort of situation. So mm -hmm. you need to come to work with me because I don't want to watch you. And I don't trust you to be at home by yourself anymore because of cats. So, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> All right. So now we're just going to, I guess, have some conversations about, like, what's been happening. All right. So, um, Fred. All right. Now, are we in your office or because uh, yeah, I was. Like in the back room, okay. maybe. All right. Or in my office. So it's more private or something. Yeah. All right, Fred, I know you're on your lunch right now. Um, mm -hmm. Could you come into my office just for a couple minutes? I, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean. Are you okay? You look kind of, kind of. Tired today. Yeah, or I mean, I haven't a been. Spacey. I haven't been sleeping the greatest. Oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's no big deal. It's just my mom has really been taking a turn for the worst recently. Uh, so the doctor hasn't given her very long, actually. Uh, so I, it, that's been on my mind, and I just got noticed that I'm really behind on my 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 school bills. <laughs> Um, so, you know, just everything is coming at me at once. Um, I, I, I met with some people who had some bad news. And, and, and so it's just been... <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to burden you with my problems. Hey, Junior. Hey, Naruda. How are you? All right, just, you know, it's an ink. I mean, you're fine, but ink is better. Why, why do you say that? Ain't uh, we're a lot of interesting people in the drive-thru. Oh, really? Yeah, thank you. Cops, the firefighters. The mayor? Really? The mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of our little town of Salamanca. The, the uh, library mascot. Oh, 
So did, I'm sure you talked to these people, didn't you, Junior? Oh, yeah. I, I brought you up to be a very sociable <laughs> young lady, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So um, what, what are the cops saying? What, what do they like about Clucky's? Because they're coming through drive through That's awesome. Hopefully they'll give us some good PR. So They're saying our secret ingredient is the best. Really? Yeah. Secret ingredient? Yeah. Can you tell? What is the secret ingredient? I mean, I'm not totally sure, but I, I, I've heard them complain the secret ingredient's been missing since Inked went. So maybe he was spitting in the food? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I would certainly hope not because that would be a health code violation. But he's okay. gone, so we wouldn't be spitting in it anymore. So have you seen the cops here? Oh, just that, like, day after Ink left. Oh, what do they have to say? Damn it, where's my secret special... You're not supposed to say those words, Junior. You're a child. You asked what the cop said. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fred, how is your friend, David? How's David? Well, I mean, why do you want to know? He doesn't work here anymore. Just asking. You don't have to get so defensive about it. No worries. Okay, fine. Um, as far as I know, he's doing great. He's making the world's biggest hot dogs, and he thinks he's the world's biggest hot dog man. As far as I know, things are looking up for him. Okay. Which is amazing for a 28-year-old who is still working in the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> I sense a little bit of bitterness here. That's, oh, that's no. not a very good character quality. No, no bitterness. Just a lot on my mind, and I really don't like talking about someone who basically betrayed our company by leaving, you know? Just because someone leaves doesn't mean they betrayed the company, right? I mean, he was just leaving for a, for a better opportunity. Better opportunity, my foot. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. If if you want him back, then offer him a raise. I, I mean, was just, I was just asking to see how he was doing. Well, it's nearly the end of my lunch shift. Um, you're right. You're right. I apologize. I've taken a lot of your time over the past couple of weeks. So please go enjoy your lunch. Take an extra five minutes. Oh, you're you're so generous. <laughs> um, Thanks. I know. Look. I gotta be straight with you. I like I said, there was there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'll leave right after I after I ask you this. Okay. But is there is there any chance that I could get a raise? Um, well, usually in the business world, what we say is your raise is effective when you are. So how can oh. you how can you show me that you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Fred, I I would really like to see, you know, if you could give me some more information about that that secret ingredient that Junior was talking about. I would I would love to give you a raise upon giving getting some of that information. Okay, fine. Do you want me to tell you this now or do you want your daughter to leave the room first? Um, she already knows. She right. can stay. It's fine. Yeah, right. Exactly. She, yeah. He was dropping packets into the bags and they were paying him extra money in cash and he was pocketing it pockets of what <laughs> no cover your ears sweetie <laughs> i won't make you leave because i'm not a girl but cover your ears meth like like the drugs yeah oh yeah you crack it up you smoke it you so make it into a solution you shoot it how do you know so much about this? He threatened me. Did he? 
Yeah. David Larson, employee of the month times 500, threatened you. Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he threatened me. And I think he also hired someone to follow me. Really? Why do you think that? Because someone got me and kidnapped me, dragged me out into the middle of the desert, and forced me to tell them what was causing all the troubles at Clucks. That sounds horrible. I'm so sorry you went through that. Now, can I get a raise? I will say... Because there's a lot of emotional distress right here involved. No, I get it. I get it. And I really think it's great that you're talking to me about this. So, 50 cents more an hour. That's not going to cover my master's. For right now, 50 cents more an hour. Five more minutes on your lunch. You better get going. I'm going to really enjoy this drumstick. Thank you. Walks out and closes the door behind him. A little extra hard. <laughs> yeah. But not so much to get more punishment. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking that my daughter is not as innocent as I thought she was with this whole drug thing happening and her associations with people. Right? And she knows a lot of who's coming through the drive-thru and... She does. And so... Maybe spending a lot of time going to McWeenie's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... So, sweetheart, what do you do after school? You get home from school, sometimes you come here with me. What have you been up to? I pick flowers to give it to you. Oh, sweetheart, that is so sweet. I'm sure you could tell me all the scientific names of those flowers. I could. So gifted. Because <laughs> you're gifted. So tell me more about this secret ingredient. Not every customer gets it, only the ones that ask for it. And what do they say? I don't know what they say, I just know they're really happy that they get it. Okay. So, okay, at this point Maria knows all about David. She's still got Fred kind of wrapped around her finger a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she knows her daughter is a little bit involved. That's it? Yeah. Alright. Alright, sounds good. So you got a white die out of that. Junior. Alright. Mom's on to you. She is, which means I'm the focus gamer of this cat. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cat. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks now. I can't really go to Teddy. So who else could I blackmail into doing things for me? Just <laughs> <laughs> beat up day one. All right. Oh, oh man, Fred. So me and Fred are gonna have a talk. Hey, uh oh. Hey, Fred. What what did you and mom talk about when I was wearing the earmuffs? We talked about grown up things. I'm a grown up. I'm nine now. You had a birthday? Yeah. When? Last week. Really? Yep. Did you have a party? No. Why not? Mom was busy. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do instead of having a party? I mean, I had I had a friend over, but um, a born cat's dead. You have a dead cat? Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Remember how you lost your cat? <gasps> what? <laughs> you have my cat? Yeah, do you want it back? It's <laughs> dead? Yep. You're a monster! No, I was trying to help you. That cat was the last thing my father gave me before he left. <laughs> well, now you'll have it forever. <laughs> Did you kill the cat? I was trying to work on your behalf. Because don't forget, I'm a little bit of a sociopath, but I'm a lot of it little kid. How do you know that word? I'm gifted. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you've been sad because 
the special ingredient, which I know a lot more about than I was leading on to my mother to know, I know that it was making you extra money, and I know you're hurting for money. So I was just trying to help you out. But now that Mom's out of me, I gotta look out for number one. How are you trying to help me out? I brought the cat, still living, to visit David. <laughs> you took my cat to McWeenies? <laughs> <laughs> I did. His last meal was a double weenie with cheese. Or Carlos. <laughs> the appropriate name is Carlos because one swift hit against that car. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Los Muertos. <laughs> I don't ever want to talk to you again. But I tried to help you. I threatened leaving the dead cat in front of Inch's feet. And screaming until the cops came. What would that have done? Why are you bothering David and saying it's because of me? Because we needed to get another source of income with the meth. You know what? You don't know everything. I'm gifted. You are not gifted. You are just a little snot who thinks that your mommy will give you anything that you want. It's worked for nine years. Well, you know what? It's not going to work now. I don't ever want to talk to you again. No. If you come near my station at the restaurant, I am going to tell your mom what you did to my cat. What's she going to believe? Oh. Oh. She'll believe the person who didn't kill an animal. But you have the dead animal now. That smells awful! Why did you bring it into a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> he gets up and he's like, you know what, I'm I'm leaving early today. And he just and he to that slams down his food. <laughs> he goes into the back and he says, I can't stay. Something's come up. I have to go. Oh, okay. And also, you need to talk to your daughter about boundaries. And also about how to treat other people's pets. That is so out of the blue, but I will talk to her. Yeah, and, and it better not involve, oh, honey, you're gifted and wonderful. Because she has done some really horrible things. So now you're, talk you're telling me how to be a parent? I'm not telling you how to be a parent. I'm telling you that kid ain't right. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. He walks out. <laughs> What is that smell? <laughs> yeah, you start hearing like, oh my god, this is... I'm coming from the restaurant area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the dining room. All right, sounds like a scene. We're going to go ahead and stop there for this week. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs> <laughs>